Serial Entrepreneur. Hello and welcome back to the Serial Entrepreneur podcast. As always, I am your host, Anna Flockett, and today I'm excited to be introducing you to my guest, Amy Filipeos, founder of e-commerce wholesaler Simply Hair, a business that sounds like it's right up my street as I'm very much into my hair and beauty. So today we're going to be chatting all about the industry and the importance of technology when it comes to hair and beauty. Amy, thank you so much for being my guest today. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. Excited to start my week off with this amazing chat with yourself. And to start us off, as it is the Serial Entrepreneur podcast, I ask everyone, what is your favourite breakfast cereal and why? So I would have to say that my favourite breakfast cereal at the moment is very nostalgic. It would be Sugar Puffs, mainly because I have two toddlers. So I am kind of feel like I'm relearning all of those cereals I ate as a child and all the ones that they love. So yeah, our house is full of Rice Krispies, Crunchy Nut Corn Flakes, Sugar Puffs, all of the kind of cereals from our childhood. So yeah, I feel like I'm getting a kind of a a, a re-look at my old preferences. <laughs> Kitty classics. I love that. No one said sugar puffs yet on this show, so I'm uh, yeah, great answer. Well, but it's a bit. I mean, I shouldn't really say it. Really, I mean, they're three and four and should really be eating porridge every day. But the reality is, is that they love a bowl of cornflakes and they love a bowl of like, frosties. So. It is what it is. Frosties are great. And you can also make like little cakes with them as well, can't you, with the kids? And I bet they love that as well. They do. I mean, anything that involves chocolate, especially my little boy, he'll be all over that. (laughs) Me too. I would say he would grow out of it, but I don't think he will. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Well, as I say, thank you so much for being on the show and agreeing to talk with us all about Simply Hair. So... Let's start with, obviously, Simply Hair and yourself. Where did the idea come from? What made you start the company? Yeah, tell me tell me the story. Yeah, so the, the brief history of how it all came about was that I was working just as a customer service representative for, for another e-commerce, um, totally unrelated to hair extensions. And although I was kind of enjoying the role as, as customer service, I always felt like I wanted to be doing something for myself and I wanted to grow a business and... Um, I'd always had an interest in hair and beauty, although I'd never had any kind of experience in it. So I did a bit of research and rather than going to train as a hairdresser, I figured that I could train as a hair extensionist and kind of enter the industry a lot more quickly. So yeah, I trained as a hair extensionist and I ran that alongside my job for a little while until I was too busy to do both. And then eventually was a full-time hair extensionist kind of driving all over Kent. And then I did that for kind of two years. And once that got to a point where I was too busy to take on anyone else, but I still had ambitions to continue my own kind of personal development, I kind of took a look at what parts of the the job I enjoyed and what I didn't and really wanted to stay in the industry. So that's when the idea came about to become a um, a wholesaler or kind of an e-commerce for people like myself and I understood the industry understood what was lacking and what was needed and I also knew how to spot a good product because I'd been working kind of in the industry for a, a couple of years so that was kind of how that came about really and m- mainly a, a drive in myself to kind of keep progressing and keep pushing forward and when you work as kind of a mobile extensionist once you've hit your peak of fitting as many clients in in one day you're kind of stuck there so 
this was kind of my way of pushing forward and continuing my own growth. So yeah, that's how that kind of all came about. And that was back in 2013. So Simply Hair is now eight, eight, yeah. Years old. Oh, wow. What a journey. And do you think it's fair to say then that obviously when you were you know, doing the hair extensions yourself and you wanted to kind of like take things further that you saw a gap in the market and that's why you created this, you know, e-commerce like platform for the hair extensions. Was there many other um, businesses like Simply Hair out there? There were other suppliers of hair extensions, but one of the things that I noticed and always felt was that there was a real lack of understanding of having a business that really had like a digital online focus you know a lot of the websites were difficult to navigate they didn't have a mobile version they were perhaps lacking slightly in customer service and having a um, kind of a customer focused attitude so yeah there, there definitely was a gap in the market for a very digital focused digital minded company and that's where kind of we positioned ourselves and also kind of content driven as well we like to focus a lot of our kind of marketing around content and around education and around the business owners as the customer and as the consumer and creating content specifically for them so yes there was definitely we definitely felt that there was a gap for a business to kind of operate on that level definitely and obviously you you mentioned that you kind of angled yourselves digitally and I know uh, simply hair is like hair and hair extension I keep saying hair and beauty but you know what I mean like hair extensions but yeah like I'm keen to obviously learn how you've kind of used technology and your you know your digital side and how that's kind of impacted you and kind of excelled you let's say so yeah talk me through where when you started how did you position yourselves how did you want to take your digital side forward yeah so it was kind of a a couple of different angles really we always wanted to focus on our on our website and making sure that it was as seamless an experience as possible making sure that when customers landed on our website they kind of could navigate it there wasn't confusion um, there wasn't too much information but there was enough to kind of enable them to understand the product they were buying and kind of understand the the concept of the company so yeah from a digital point of view the website was a was a big focus making sure it was fast making sure it was always online but as well as that we had a, a big focus on technology within the operations of the company so we wanted to make sure that our ordering process was um, seamless making sure that we were always in stock making sure we understood where our what our popular products were what our less popular products were so that we could grow our in- inventories to satisfy our customers need and how that need changed with different seasons or different trends and also making sure that our warehouse was efficient so making sure we could pack quickly that a lot of the pieces of software that were available to assist in warehouse picking and packing and inventory management back when we first started were far too expensive for the company we were back then you know we just couldn't afford to invest in those type of systems that were geared up to much bigger companies but we also knew how important it was that we were on top of our inventory so we actually ended up developing a bespoke system that kind of worked with what we needed at the time and it's a system that we still use today although it's it's grown and it's a lot bigger than what it was and we do use more third-party pieces of technology now but at the time it was very much kind of figuring out 
what could work for us at the size that we were. And we have a very kind of unique product in that it can't just be picked off the shelf and put in a courier bag. There is a lot more kind of care that needs to go into it and a lot more handling and a lot more quality kind of quality control. So yeah, technology has been has been a huge part of our growth and a huge part of of helping us understand our business and and what areas we need to focus on. I mean, this this might be a little side question, but I mean, I'm a I'm a rookie. I I actually want hair extensions at the moment. I'm desperate for them. I've never had them before. How do people? Because it's online, and especially with you know COVID and stuff. How do people choose the right color for them, or know what like size they want? Or yeah, you said it's just more than just picking it off the shelf and put it in. And obviously, technology has helped you with that. Talk me through kind of like the process that people go through. So usually, because our business is mainly catered towards hairstylists. Um, most of them will have purchased a colouring from us which has all of the different colours on it so you as a consumer would go to a stylist and tell them that you want extensions they would then use their colouring that they've purchased from us to decide what colour they want however we do have a consumer angle to that which is we have all of our team here are trained to colour match so if you were to send a photo of your hair in natural daylight we have the eye here to be able to kind of give you a guide of what you would need and especially you know we do have ex-hairdressers here obviously I'm an ex-hair extensionist so yes we can we can kind of guide based on image and and Covid has also really accelerated that kind of side of hairdressing I think that you know that's it's true for us that we can color match from an image but i think that hairdressers in general will now have adopted a much more contactless approach to consultation so you know we'll be doing more zoom chats and zoom calls based on you know what colors you want what styles you want what's achievable for your hair type so um yeah i think covid on a side note has really accelerated that side of hairdressing and the more like virtual side of it yeah definitely well, i was gonna say obviously everyone had to kind of like go digital with covid in the past year or so but you guys were already obviously digital anyways did covid kind of excel you or push you any further did you have to make any major changes or was it kind of like business as usual sort of thing for you guys it was kind of a bit of both so initially when covid first hit we closed simply hair we didn't know what was happening obviously all hairdressers were shut pretty much internationally so we um we shut simply hair for that period of time we then obviously reopened as as the rest of the salons reopened and have remained open ever since but yeah i think covid has has made changes everywhere obviously we've had to make the necessary changes within our warehouse we've got you know sanitizing stations and all of that kind of stuff but i think it also has accelerated other parts of the business so where we've always been e-commerce focused we've obviously always focused on the website but i think what COVID has done is it's made everyone aware that they need to focus on our, on their website and therefore we need to step our game up. So we need to be looking at ways in which we can further improve it and further enhance it. And one of the things that we did during COVID was we released a, um, a free business course for our customers to kind of help them digitally as well. So we talked in there about how they can improve their photography skills, how they can improve their social media, how they can run their own ads, just to kind of give them a little boost to kind of say, right, COVID's happened. We all need to adapt. We in Simply Hair need to adapt, but let us also help you adapt. And that was one of the things that we kind of focused our energy on was 
you know, we were okay, but we were aware that our industry was not okay and that our customers weren't okay. And, and how could we kind of assist with that? So that was a really kind of fun thing to do. And it was a nice, yeah, it was a nice project here to work on. Yeah, definitely. Like so thoughtful, like you say, like you guys were okay, but you wanted to help as, as much as you could. So yeah, that is, that is lovely. And I know you've, you've kind of just touched on this, you know, my, my next point was kind of like how important has technology been and you've definitely covered that, but also social media is a big part of like technology and digital presence as well, isn't it? And I know you guys have a, a great social media, like visually, and you've got quite a good following and everything. So yeah, how important would you say that technology and social media has, has been to your business? Yeah, I'd say in terms of social media, I'd say it's been massively important for us. It kind of gives you that level of connection with your customers and being able to engage with them. And our social media is something that we've grown really organically. You know, like I said, Simply Hair has been going for eight years and I think we're now at kind of 25,000 followers, something like that, which by all means is not kind of a, a ginormous following. We haven't got kind of hundreds of thousands, but what we have got is an engaged audience because it's grown organically and because these are kind of real customers and people that are genuinely interested in the brand. And that's what we've always focused on is the more kind of organic side of things. You know, it's it's easy to kind of fall into the trap of wanting hundreds of thousands of followers, but unless they're converting into real life sales and then then they're, they're nothing more than really like a, a vanity metric really so we've always tried to focus on remaining true to our customers and remaining true to us and providing the type of content that we believe people want which is you know educational it's aspirational and yeah that's kind of where our focus has always been and you know it looking pretty is is just kind of ingrained into the the company like we're just we all love pretty things so it naturally kind of translates across in into social media that way definitely and yeah I noticed obviously like you say you're following on Instagram is like 20 it might even be 26,000 you know and I looked this morning and I think you had a Facebook page as well but is is it important to kind of like know which social platform is best for, for your customer and I'm obviously guessing like for your sort of target audience Instagram is that big one so yeah is it important kind of like knowing which ones to focus on and do you have all social medias or do you kind of just focus your times and efforts on the ones that you know are gonna you know have engagement with customers and appeal to your audience yeah I think that that's a mistake that we kind of made early on which was kind of thinking right we need to be on everything and we need to have an account on absolutely everything and the truth is is that you you it's difficult to manage multiple accounts but also you know if one's working better than the other then there's no point in in putting all of your energy into the one that's not working when you could be putting all of your energy into the one that is so yeah we although we do have a facebook page and, and we do try and keep it updated and obviously answer questions and we also run ads on facebook which has always been really great for us instagram is very much our focus but that said the social media is is always changing as are the needs and the kind of focus of our business so TikTok's a great example of the fact that whilst um, Instagram is very much our focus right now, we might find that a year from now, TikTok is 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 way above our Instagram account. So, and that's, you know, it's, it's something that we and, and a lot of businesses are kind of realizing the, the opportunity for. So, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, um, it's a continual process, really. It, it changes all the time. So, 
yeah I, I you know my advice would, would be to focus on what's working it's there's no point in focus on on the one that's not just just for the sake of having the metric of of those followers you know it's, it's just not worth that time yeah a hundred percent thinking of starting a business or run a business currently well check out the top 50 podcasts for entrepreneurialism success is in the mind available on apple podcasts your smart speaker or wherever you get your podcast from hear from entrepreneurs who are currently forging their way ahead and making their ideal a reality from startups to billion pound enterprises host oliver bruce speaks weekly to inspiring entrepreneurs and one of my questions, which I, we've kind of just answered, was going to be, you know, um, have you learned some important lessons along the way when it comes to social media? So I'll ask you if you've got anything to add to, obviously, the point you've just made. But also, uh, how big has social media become for you compared to the website? Because I know you said the website was so important and you want it to be so seamless. But now is kind of social media just as important or is it still the website that is kind of like taking the lead? I think they work in harmony with each other. So, you know, obviously we attract a lot of customers via Instagram, but if they come to from Instagram to the website and the website is just not user-friendly and they're, they're not getting how they can buy from us or understanding us as a brand, then they'll they'll fall by the wayside as soon as they land on us. So it's they kind of work in harmony with each other. Yeah, so I, I, w- I wouldn't say either or, they very much work together. But I think also for us, it's about understanding that we can't be an expert in everything. And whilst we focus on our website, you know, I'm, I'm 33, so I'm not like the youngest, <laughs> the youngest of business owners, but TikTok is very much a young platform. So using that as an example, we would, you know, look to consult with people that, you know, that are that demographic and are that age, you know, of, of more that user or people that have got more experience in it. So we aren't afraid, I guess, here to recognise our weaknesses and go, right, well, this is this isn't our area, but we know that this is an area that our consumers will enjoy. So how do we how do we kind of tap into that? So yeah, we're very much not afraid to kind of go, yeah, we're not, this isn't for us, this isn't our area, let's get someone in whose area it is. Very level-headed. And yeah, can I just say, I've not felt old yet until TikTok came along and everyone was like, oh, TikTok, TikTok. And I'm like, what is this? Like, I know, uh, <laughs> I felt exactly the same. I was like, oh my God, I feel so... I mean, I've like I said, I've got a, a three and a four year old, and they, I mean, they make me feel like I'm fifty three, let alone thirty three. But yeah, TikTok is like has aged me by about twenty years, I think. <laughs> me too. I don't. I still don't understand it. So yeah, <laughs> we're past that generation. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And obviously, without you know giving out any secrets um, of the trade, you have an amazing following on Instagram. And I know you said you kind of built it organically. But do you have any advice out there for small businesses that may be looking to grow their their business social accounts? Is there anything that yeah, that you could like advise them? Yeah, well, I think like in terms of us growing organically, what, what I mean by that is that we've never kind of looked to purchase followers. And we've also never had a, a focus on just just getting followers. So as a byproduct of the ads that we run on Instagram, for example, which are are targeted towards our audience as a byproduct, those people may become followers. And that's 
often how our account has grown as well as people just finding us naturally or through comments or, or whatever but yeah I think my, my main advice would be to resist the urge to just get just chase the numbers you you want to be focusing on how your instagram account ultimately is helping your business and and bringing customers in so you know whilst you might have a competitor that's purchasing followers and kind of climbing rapidly if those customers aren't actually purchasing from you then it's it's nothing more than than just a just a number so i guess it's resisting the urge to to do that and just focus on providing content that your customers like looking at what what your customers are engaging with more and investing in that for us you know custom our customers love tend to love video content so we'll invest more in that and you know the masterclass you know was a was a was a big hit so it's kind of recognizing that that's the kind of content they enjoy and and to catering our our content towards that so yeah it's kind of resisting my ultimate advice is just just the resist the urge to stress about the number of followers and just focus on what your account is actually bringing in yeah definitely and I think you know I didn't realize people still were buying followers like that is mad isn't it (laughs) yeah I know I mean it's 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 one of those things I think that will always exist in terms of people just you know they they want to appear bigger which is which is natural and i and i i can can relate to that on some level you you feel like how are people going to recognize you as a an established business if you've only got you know a thousand followers but i think people are smarter than that now and they can see through that and yeah if you've got you know a hundred thousand followers and three likes people are people are smarter now they kind of recognize that it's probably not a hundred thousand genuine people yeah a hundred (laughs) percent you touched a little bit on about like the industry as a whole and you know how the um the hair industry has kind of struggled a little bit over the past year or so with covid and i kind of wanted to ask you again like i'm not putting you on the spot like i know you're not a complete expert though you you are very knowledgeable but how important like has technology and you know digital presence been for the hair industry in general like is it important that all kind of businesses in the industry do use technology and do kind of have an online presence yeah i think that having an online presence in the hair hair industry has is always important and has always been important but i think that what covid has done in in our industry and, and in most industries is it's it's pushed things much faster forward than any other kind of period historically and i think that will see technology be adopted a lot faster by our industry than it perhaps would have been before so obviously like we were saying earlier about consultations i think it's very easy to get stuck in old habits which is that you know you pop in for a consultation you have your kind of color assessment and you do all of that in the salon and before covid there was no you know if it's not broken why fix it but now i think covid has helped to kind of look at ways in which salons can be more efficient and that is one of the ways that they can be more efficient by by doing more things remotely and by doing more things online and the same with just kind of managing bookings you know it more and more salons are adopting a more online focus for booking in appointments that you can go on you can choose your stylist and you can book into their diary rather than having to call up and they look through and find out what's when when that stylist is free so i think that Salons already do adopt, you know, technology as part of running their business. But I think COVID will accelerate that at a speed that is kind of 
far faster than anyone anticipated and I think that it's really exciting to think about the way in which that industry is going to evolve over the next few years on the backdrop of that kind of acceleration so um so yeah I'm I'm I, if I'm honest, I'm not sure what the future holds in terms of technology for salons, um, aside from, you know, the opportunities of AI and kind of looking at, you know, ways in which you can decide on how you want your hair and decide on what colour will work for you and decide on what formulas you need to achieve the kind of colour you want. But I think that it's a really exciting time for the industry and you know, that's if there's one silver lining that comes out of COVID, it's that I think technology is going to really kind of benefit the hair industry in general. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like it's like pushed it out of its comfort zone a little bit and it's really yeah. benefiting it, like you say. Yeah, um, I think it's one of those industries where, you know, it's very easy to kind of sit and just kind of continue as we are because, you know, it's working. But COVID is, is one of those things which has said, actually is let everyone have a real think about ways in which we can covid proof the industry in the future and um you know i I just think it's a really exciting time for the industry definitely definitely and speaking of exciting um i know you've worked on some huge projects strictly and dancing on ice these are incredible like shows to be working on I'm so jealous so tell me all about them like how did it feel did were you on set like yeah tell me everything yeah so for, with Dance Gone Ice we were kind of sponsoring the stylists so we were providing the hair that they would then use on the celebrities and the pro skaters and that was just such an exciting project to be part of because the the creative team that work on Dance Gone Ice are just so talented and the the things that they can create with hair are just beyond your wildest dreams of anything that I could do it's just like phenomenal and it was just so interesting to be part of it especially the side of you know on Dancing on Ice they're spinning around and flipping around so not only does the hair have to be creative and look wonderful but it also has to be structurally so sturdy so yeah it was just it was so interesting to be part of that process and the same with Strictly it was it was actually the Strictly tour that we were part of so we sponsored the stylists on that to provide hair for their for their arena tour and then um, we got to go and watch it in Birmingham I think we were to go and see the show and it was just again like seeing your hair on like Stacey Dooley and um, Saffron Barker and it just was it's just a dream come true really and and especially working with the stylists because you know for us they're our real for us they're our celebrities so yeah just working with that kind of team and yeah seeing all the wonderful things they did was just yeah I could never have, when I set up Simply Hair I could never have dreamed that we would do stuff like that so it was a real kind of personal achievement for us. I was going to say like you founded this business you've started it you've grown it all from scratch and now like your product is yeah on these stars not just that they're celebrities but like what they're doing and like you say that the creativity and the structure that it all needs like your product must be good for them well it must be insane for you them to be wanting to use it so yeah like that is absolutely incredible and again not revealing any secrets but like do you think projects like this will continue do you kind of have ambitions for more and more of these sorts of things yeah we we would love to be part of it again I mean obviously this year it didn't go ahead because of covid and a lot of those type of productions use things like wigs and different ways in which to have less contact with with the celebrities as, as a stylist 
but yeah we really hope that kind of moving forward with covid you know slightly more under control let's hope that yeah we would do more projects like that and you know we've got lots of ideas here of things that we want to work on and kind of collaborations and and things like that so yeah it's a really exciting time for us yeah we have a we have a lot planned so no big reveals yet but i mean (laughs) let me know when these things happen (laughs) (laughs) and how does it kind of feel when I mean, I know I say celebrities, to some people they may not be celebrities, but like when some of these big stars and these big names are kind of like wearing your product and they probably then share it on their social media, does it bring, not necessarily like loads of customers in, but it does must bring like some brand awareness. So yeah, how does that kind of like feel to you? And yeah, how, how do you kind of react to that? Yeah, it, it gives that kind of level of credibility because if, you're, if your product's being worn by, by someone like, um, like like the stars of Dancing on Ice, it's, it gives that level of credibility for the brand. But also, you know, when you're working on, on projects like that, you see like the intensity that they're, of the, what the hair goes through, you know, the amount of hairspray they have to use, the amount of product, how versatile it has to be. So it also gives the product itself it kind of shows just how good the product is that it can withstand that kind of styling in comparison to kind of your everyday styling, which would just be kind of blow drying and straightening. And um, it gives that reassurance of, of the quality of the product, because at the heart of what we do is, is always that we want to be supplying a quality product. So it was it was it was great for us to have that backing from people like the stylists on Dancing on Ice to recognize it as a as a good product and I think that translates across to our customers so yeah I mean it was wonderful for us and we were so so grateful to be part of that definitely it's like you say shining a light on your amazing work so yeah when when I was reading about it I was like this is incredible like I'm I'm chatting to a celebrity now (laughs) obviously this is one of must be one of your greatest moments in the Simply Hair journey so far but what have some of your other kind of like biggest or proudest moments of your entrepreneurial journey been for you I think that like obviously those are like kind of really standout achievements for us but for for me as like a, a as a business owner that the more smaller achievements are the ones that that are, are really kind of hit home for me you know when you take on your first employee and when you when we moved into a bigger warehouse and then when we've expanded the warehouse and and all those little achievements are the ones that you just feel super proud of 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 seeing your business grow and being able to offer people opportunities, being able to kind of let people come in for work experience, bringing like bringing my children here and, and them seeing that the business that we've set up and them talking about it, that always is like a real amazing moment for me when when they're talking about it you know when I see my my little girl playing hairdressers at home and she's talking about simply hair and it's just yeah those are the moments for me that are really humbling and make me kind of really proud of what we've achieved yeah no it's amazing and you've contributed an article to startups magazine before so just reading about your journey and hearing it kind of like personally is yeah it's pretty inspiring so yeah like I mean you must have heard it a million times I don't want to sound patronizing but honestly like well done in what you've done like it is a it's a really cool business and yeah you've obviously come very far so thank you I appreciate that congratulations finally again I know you've said that there may be big projects in the pipeline but on a more kind of like down-to-earth level that we can talk about your future plans without revealing any big bag secrets what do you guys have planned for the future kind of like short term and what kind of role do you see kind of like technology in the 
digital side playing in your future? Yeah, so in terms of technology, we're, we are in the process of expanding our, our warehouse because we are we've been growing and we as we introduce more product ranges and more products we're going to need more space for that so in terms of technology we'll continue kind of investing in pieces of software that allow us to run our warehouses more efficiently so that we're you know servicing our customers as, as best we can and yeah just the future of simpler hair is simply hair is definitely kind of product development more masterclasses and things like that just listening into what our customers want and being able to deliver that for them but we're a very kind of creative team so we're always kind of thinking about new ways in which we can be creative and that's kind of part of why i love the company because I've always been quite a creative person, you know, at school and, and things like that. So, yeah, I get to come and do what I love every day. So, yeah, it's a, it's an exciting time to, to be running the business. And, yeah, we, we just have lots of lots of fun things coming up. So, yeah, it's very exciting. And I, as I said at the beginning, actually, I know it was only through Zoom, but your office slash salon slash where you were at the beginning looks very cool. I feel like it's kind of like reflected of you, kind of yourself and like you say, your creativity. So yeah, that's that's really cool, like what you've done there. And I'm excited to kind of like follow the journey further and see what you guys get up to. Thank you. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad that we've kind of you love what we've done <laughs> i love it so much and i'm gonna hit you up in a little while as well for my uh i need some hair extensions for my wedding so i'll be like please help me i have no idea where to start <laughs> yeah do it send me an email send me your send me some pictures of your hair <laughs> amazing well amy thank you so much for being my guest it's been an absolute pleasure and I've, I've learned so much about the hair industry so i'm excited to see what the industry kind of like takes from this past year and to continue to see what you guys get up to and where you'll be next year yeah exciting exciting times thank you so much serial entrepreneur